0: Extraction 2 is directed by Sam Hargrave, written by Joe Russo, and stars Chris Hemsworth once again, and follows Tyler Rake as he's tasked with extracting a family who's at the mercy of a Georgian gangster. He infiltrates one of the world's deadliest prisons in order to save them, but when the extraction gets hot and the gangster dies in in the heat of battle, his equally ruthless brother tracks down Rake and his team to Sydney in order to get revenge. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning and welcome back to another review. It's a very busy season for reviews and that's because Netflix's Extraction 2 from Agbo and the Russo Brothers has released. Now when it comes to the first Extraction, I have to admit, I did not like it as much as it seemed like most people did. Now when 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 it comes to the first movie... It had some awesome action scenes. Chris Hemsworth is of course great. He's very physically great in that role. But I felt like I felt it was kind of odd that it didn't utilize some of my favorite aspects of Chris Hemsworth, like his comedic timing, and instead leaned into a, in a very self-serious kind of action film. And aside from the action, everything else was just really dull. The directing was pretty bland, but it was amazing in the action scenes. But in the dialogue scenes, it made every scene feel pretty boring. The pacing really dragged. But I enjoyed the action scenes so much that I was interested in to see a sequel, but just for the action scenes. And once again, I went in assuming the rest of the movie would probably be just as mediocre and left me feeling just as bored as the first film. So is that the case? Well, you can find out in this review, which I'm going to get to right now. The film is now available on Netflix, so all of you can go see it if you wish to, maybe after you listen to this review and it makes you want to or makes you not want to. So yeah, let's get to it. And honestly, I forgot this film was even coming out until like a day or two before you know when I saw Billboard. And I think Netflix actually done a pretty pretty good job of advertising this movie. But because this movie's coming out in the thick of so many theatrical films, like last week we had Transformers. then we have The Flash and Elemental, which for me doesn't officially come out until next week. There are a few screenings, but I don't think I'll be able to make them. So I might, may or may not do a review out there. I've seen that next week. And then Indiana Jones comes out the week after. It's such a busy, busy theatrical month that I feel like this movie is gonna get buried compared to the first movie, which came out in the thick of the pandemic when no one else went, everyone else had nothing else to watch. So getting right into it now, when it comes to Extraction 2, I'm gonna start off with the things I like about this movie. And the first one is the most obvious one, that is the action. The directors, the filmmakers here step it up a notch and this film has amazingly choreographed and incredibly intense action scenes. The first film I thought made Tyler Rake maybe a bit too invincible. This film, I guess the same thing applies just like it does with John Wick. But I think because of the way they shot it and just the more ambitious action scenes, I felt there was a lot more, I could, there was more of a, I could ground the action scenes, I could ground the action scenes to a character a little more and I felt a bit more involved in them. And there are a few really mind-blowing sequences in this film from an action choreography and the way it's shot perspective. Again, just the way these sequences are shot are absolutely brilliant. There's a lot of really innovative kind of ways to shoot these scenes and just what they're stuck to like there's cameras are being like attached to Chris Hemsworth himself and there's one shot in particularly in this massive long take that you can think a camera is moving right in sync with Chris Hemsworth so you know that you know it's probably attached to him in some way and it was just a really cool new way to show I would say a character getting a little injured during a fight now I've never seen anything like it obviously there's cameras attached to vehicles which I think the first extraction set a new precedent for that and I've seen a lot more of that and I really enjoy that and again just when it comes to the long takes and again the choreography is superb I mean the director Sam Hargrave has been a stunt co- stunt coordinator for and and performer for many of the biggest movies you've ever seen like Avengers Endgame Captain America the Winter Soldier tons of MCU movies and as well as the Mandalorian I believe on season two and you see all of that here because his passion for action comes through and just the editing of this movie to put all these sequences together is insane. There is a twenty-one-minute one-take action scene in this film. It is one of the greatest I've ever seen, and it transitions from the kind of this prison breakout where there's even one moment where Chris Hemsworth, Tyler Rake's hands are on fire. You've seen, you've seen. I think this is easily the sequence they've been advertising the most because that's their really their their golden egg when it comes to this film, which transitions into this car chase, which is fully one take where cameras are just moving in and out of cars and the editing is absolutely seamless and the way they're shot you can see everything that's going on and all the practical effects look amazing and then it transitions into this sequence on a moving train, Uncharted 2 style, complete with the helicopters coming in and Tyler Rake inside as well as some of his companions going triple John Wick on a lot of the villains in there. I mean it's just one of the most insane and memorable sequences I've seen in any movie this year and leaving this movie even though it, it happens pretty early in this is the one sequence I took one I guess set of sequences that I will remember most because of just how in, I've never seen anything like this scene I absolutely loved it and this movie to me is worth watching alone only to see this sequence it is absolutely awesome it's one of like one of my favorite action scenes I've ever seen and it just really shows how talented Sam Hargrave is as a stunt coordinator and even if he's not gonna be directing anything any like more bigger budget films. I think a lot of bigger budget films should consider happening on as not only as a second unit director and really focusing on the action scenes and just hopefully the director of that film let him go off with the action because he has a lot of talent and so does his stunt crew and the choreographies and Macula. There's so many BA moments and there's a few other fight scenes. I would say there's two other main fight scenes in the film. One, obviously in the climax. That one's definitely a bit more focused, a bit more intimate and purposefully a lot smaller in scale but the other standout one happens in this massive skyscraper massive building and that sequence has probably the most intense i would say moment of the entire film that you know like it, it goes pretty crazy and has some massive stunts and it had some very mission impossible like stunts i love that sequence as well so you the action the best part of this film the best part of this franchise and this is what people watch the movies for And this film 100 percent delivers on that Another thing I enjoyed about this movie was that I liked how they're building out Tyler Rake as a character and his backstory very slowly, but I do feel like they are repeating certain beats with him from the first film. Now, I don't fully remember a lot of what happens in terms of the plot of the first movie, but I remember all the main character beats of Tyler and how he connects with Ovi, the kid he meets in that film. And I felt like with this movie, it went over a few of the backstory. I'm assuming for people who didn't see the first movie, which I don't think is that many people. Again, I wanted to rewatch the first movie before this, but because of so many movies coming out and Indiana Jones coming out a few weeks, and I need to get started watching those movies. I did not have time to watch the first movie again, so I went straight into this one, and I, f- I didn't really feel lost. So if you haven't seen the first one, again, I have seen the first one, it's just been a couple of years. I think, you re- I think you'll, de- you'll definitely be able to watch this one. It re explains just about everything. I appreciated the deeper exploration into his backstory because the first one touches on it, I think this one goes deeper with it. But I will say there's no relationship in this film as strong as that core father, kind of found father-son dynamic in the first movie. Chris Hemsworth is once again solid acting-wise in this role, but it's his physicality that really stands out. Again, I still wish this franchise would be lean into the a bit more of his sarcastic and comedic chops because it's one of my favorite parts about him as an actor. And he, he's also great with emotional moments, and there are a few of those in this movie that are on, only work like they do because he's a great actor. But I will say he does have some more solid one-liners in here compared to the compared to the first and he's pretty stoic but it works and I will say his relationship with the side characters in the first movie work a lot better here in my opinion a lot of the side characters get particularly the brother and sister from the first one they get more to do here and I like that and all of the, the side characters also have great action moments to stand out and from a narrative standpoint I would say it's coherent enough to make the action scenes flow well and make enough sense I also think the movie is paced a lot better um, than the first film. When it comes to the first film, like I said, I felt like the there were a few too many sequences that went on a little too long of just dialogue. Now, this movie is seven minutes longer than the first movie, but the first movie I felt like had more downtime that went on for longer periods, and the action scenes weren't quite as long, and it really killed the pacing because of how... just Just because of the lack of energy in the dialogue and quieter scenes, this movie I feel like wasn't as boring in the slower moments and I feel like the action scenes went on longer but they never got repetitive and I think that's a really impressive balance to strike and I think Extraction 2 does do it and going right along with that from a technical level I think Henry Jackman and Alex Belcher's score really serves the action very well and because Henry Jackman does this score and the Russo brothers produce some they're kind of the main creative force behind it it has massive Winter Soldier vibes, and it's not just because they're working on it. it. Really, There's one moment in this movie, in one of the big action scenes, that there's this kind of tune that plays a few times that sounded exactly like one of the main, like, like the Winter Soldier theme, and I thought that was interesting. Maybe I was just hearing things, but I like that. I mentioned Tyler Rake, and I think this movie also has a few nice ways of tying Tyler Rake's backstory together because of the nature of who he's rescuing in this film, and how they're connected to him, and... Who, who we finally meet as we move on in the movie. I appreciated that. And Idris Elba has been revealed in some of the latest promo material for this movie. Has some fun moments. Now moving on to the negatives. And it's similar to the first movie, but I don't think it was quite as noticeable at the first movie. Firstly, the villain story in this film, just like the first, is incredibly cliche. Again, there are, there is a reason. I think the motivation of the villain makes more sense. But I don't feel like in this movie, because of the nature of the movie it is and because of the way these movies are directed in the non-action scenes, they're never that interesting whenever we cut to the villain. There's something there and I think in the hands of a more capable dramatic director, I think there was absolutely potential to create a great villain. And even in the hands of a more, I would say, charismatic performer, if they were playing the villain, I think it could have been a ton of fun but because the villain is very stoic and very serious and just the, the, just the movie is shot with this color palette, it just was really uninteresting when it ever cut to the villain. I feel like the energy of the movie was completely lost and it made it really hard to engage in the sequences involving the villain, even if there was a lot of background work done for them. I just found myself checking out because the sequences were directed with just in such a bland way that I didn't find it very interesting. And this applies for almost all the sections that have a lot of downtime. This movie only has a few action scenes, but they're very long. And all the time spent in between is usually done to show Rake where Rake is at as a character and try to tie him in with one of the other characters. And I think that works fine. But as soon, the more we get along in the movie, again, even though I think the pacing is, is good enough, I think these sequences start to drag a little more than I would like in an action film. And I guess going right off that, I don't have too many clear issues with this movie, but I still think the Extraction franchise, even with Extraction 2, I think lacks the spark of the most iconic classic and modern action action franchises. And I don't know exactly what it is, but to make the most obvious comparison when it comes to 2023, compared to, say, John Wick, and specifically John Wick Chapter 4, the reason people love that movie isn't only because of the action. The action's amazing, and people would have liked the movie, but beyond that, it has really memorable side characters. Keanu Reeves is amazing, he's a fun actor to watch, and so is Chris Hemsworth, it's like a second person. It doesn't work to explain my point, but it has great side characters, tons of phenomenal ones that make the movie more fun. Again, those movies are really tongue-in-cheek. They feel more self-aware than the extraction films. The, the, it, the story seems to have more consequences, but even beyond that, they're shot and directed just from a stylistic standpoint way more interestingly the writing is a lot sharper and those are the like five or six reasons I just listed why a franchise like John Wick stands out a lot more than Extraction and even in the dialogue scenes again they're a lot more punchy in the John Wick films while in the Extraction they're just very by the numbers very bland a bit a little boring sometimes which I never want in an action movie and the bland writing and direction in the non-action scenes really I think hurt this franchise from living up to its full potential and that's pretty disappointing and I think if you get a more a sharper writer I think Joe Russo is fine as a writer but I think if you get a writer who can really make a story more interesting I think there's greater potential for this franchise to fly higher than it currently is and just the gray look of it all isn't my favorite. So Extraction 2 is a solid enough action film, but with exceptional action that has some of the best choreography, some of the best camera work, some of the best stunts I've ever seen in any action movie. But unfortunately, that aspect of the movie and the nice character development for the lead character played by Chris Hemsworth is undermined a little bit by the lack of any real style in the directing or writing outside of those scenes that still makes a lot of dull moments. And the villain storyline is pretty forgettable. However, it does achieve its main aim of, make, of giving you some fantastic action scenes and a coherent enough narrative to make those action scenes and the placement of them make sense. I'm going to give Extraction 2 a B. And for action movie fans, just for the amazing action, which was enough for me to recommend it and give it a pretty solid grade considering how bland a lot of the movie is. You must watch this film. I'm an action movie fan, and I loved the action. Again, I think it has one all-timer action sequence. That I think makes this movie worth watching alone. Like for all action movie fans here, you're going to eat a bunch of those sequences up. But you may be a little underwhelmed by the act, the moment in between, even if the narrative itself is enough to carry a film and works well enough to just showcase those amazing action scenes. Other than that, I think this is one you can easily skip because I don't think non-action movie, I don't want to say other I mean all you non-action movie fans this isn't one that you're really going to appreciate it doesn't have like a standout story great character development but if you are action movie fans definitely check this movie out on Netflix this weekend thank you guys so much for listening I'll catch you all next time bye bye